Hey, what is going on guys? DK, back at you with another video here for a final look at the NFL Week 5 main slate on DraftKings. But before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I am covering NBA preseason, if that's something that interests you. Uh, upload videos daily and also offering premium content for it. If you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on Patreon.com. Also, again, link down below. NFL package, we cover the showdown and main slates. NBA package, again, covering preseason. And then eSports, Call of Duty, and CSGO is included there. And um, I would like to thank today's sponsor, Prospects. I'm sure if you guys have been watching my videos for a while now, um, you're familiar with Prospects. But if this is your first time watching, I'll explain how to play for NFL two different ways. The first way is dig over under on fancy points. So there's a ton of players, like a ton posted for uh, Sunday. Obviously, we've got the early game Jets and Falcons. Or you can go over to single stat if you prefer taking over under passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. You have a ton of different options here. You can also mix and match sports. They have all the sports up top. Um, it's a nice change of pace uh, because you're not playing as someone and you're just playing against the house. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using my code, DKDFS. And if you do, uh, you'll get 100% match up to $100. So you deposit using my code $100, you'll get a free $100 to play with. And finally, I want to thank you guys again for continuing to come and support the channel, You know, liking the videos, uh, you know, supporting on Twitter. Really do appreciate all of you guys. Uh, if you could, again, hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and go live. I'll be doing um, double live stream on Sunday with the main slate and the show on slate, and I'll see I'll be doing the Patreon stream for NBA. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, this main slate first. So what I want to do is go over some injuries, and then we can kind of talk some stacking for, for GPP. So um, at quarterback, uh, we know Jimmy Garoppolo is out, so I think Trey Lance will obviously be a relatively popular play. I think he'll be chalky in cash games. Uh, he's got the rushing upside. A um, little bit unproven as a passer so far in the NFL. Obviously, we haven't seen a ton other than really the preseason, but um, obviously in play, it's a high total game. There's not many high total games, but that is one of them. Right? If you go over and take a look at the Vegas odds, what is that one sitting at? Um, let's see, sorry to refresh. So... Uh, where is that? 48 and a half. That's one of the higher total games and definitely a lower um, or a slate where it's like a lot of lower total games. Like you have New England and Houston. Oh my God, I want to throw up. That's sub 40. Whew. But um, yeah, so Trey Lance obviously will be viable without Jimmy G. And then uh, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable. I assume he will play um, return to practice Friday. So I think he will be good to go. Running back, there's a decent amount of injuries to go over. So McCaffrey, doubtful. So uh, that's going to make Chubba Hubbard viable on the slate. I don't think he'll be super popular. And Hubbard's at uh, 6K. A match against Philly, decent. Again, he'll be uh, playing majority snaps and is involved in the pass game. So I think Hubbard makes for a decent contrarian play on the slate. Dalvin Cook's pretty pretty big news. Because last slate, or last game, he played about half the game. Clearly still was 100%. They used Madison, too. And he's questionable now. If Dalvin Cook plays, it's tough. So I'm not going to feel super confident in Cook. And then, like, they might still work in Madison. But if Cook is out, then I think Madison becomes a really solid play. Uh, Madison is at uh, 5.5K. So, obviously, monitor that one for sure. Uh, Zeke is questionable. Assume he's going to go, though. Uh, Cowboys are pretty confident that, that he is. If there is any setbacks, then obviously Pollard becomes a really good play, but he looks good to go. Gibson should be good to go as well. Uh, Mixon, I think, is truly uh, questionable. They're going to test him out on Saturday. Um, if he's out, it's probably going to be a combination of P. Ryan and um, – uh, here, let's go to Cincinnati. 
P. Ryan and Chris Evans, a Michigan product, he's the better uh, pass catching back. So those two will probably, uh, you know, split the touches. P. Ryan maybe get majority of the early down work. Um, so we definitely have some value here for Cincinnati if, in fact, Mixon is out. And that is still a relatively high total game, too. Both uh, Detroit backs are questionable. Expect both to play, though. Uh, Montgomery is out. So Damian Williams, I think, becomes one of the safer targets in the slate. Should be uh, a guy that now turns into that bell cow. They still have Herbert, but I would expect Damian Williams to be a majority of the touches. Um, Melvin Gordon, questionable. Expect him to play. Again, we went over Williams. Expect him to be in, too. And then uh, this is actually pretty significant news. Giovanni Bernard questionable, but trending towards playing. So that's going to take some work away from uh, a guy who I think will be pretty popular in Leonard Fournette. Um, Fournette got basically just the bell cow work last game. Um, but if for some reason they fall behind, uh, you would probably see more Giovanni Bernard out there. Now, this is a game you would think they're probably playing from ahead. Um, but, yeah, I think there is now a little, little bit more risk involved there with a guy like Leonard Fournette. And then going over injuries of wide receivers, so Julio Jones is out. A.J. Brown is in, though. Um, so A.J. Brown, I think, makes for solid GBP play. He hasn't been great so far this season, and uh, you know we'll go over this in stacking, but I think Derrick Henry is going to be one of the more popular run back plays. So maybe one way to get off end GBPs, you go to the passing games like a Tannehill, A.J. Brown stack. I think it makes some sense. Cooper Questionable should be good to go, though. Um, you know He is always banged up, so you're never going to feel like a great targeting Amari Cooper because, again, he's very, very injury-prone. Sutton and Parker, they're both truly questionable right now. Um, let's see. What else was there to go over? Uh, both those, uh, uh, the Giants wide receivers are out again in Slayton and Shepard. So I think that definitely opens up some value here for New York. Um, and Galladay would be the number one target. Tony should be playing a majority out of the slot. I think he makes a pretty decent value play. And then let's see. Was there anything else? Um, T. Higgins is in for Cincinnati. think that was that was all the main news at wide receiver and then tight end there's a couple of pieces of news to go over so george kittle doubtful so i think that, that's going to make ross uh dwelly a viable punt play you guys know my feelings on punting tight end don't love doing it this year but there's a couple guys that are viable ross dwelly one and then logan thomas is on the ir so that's going to make ricky seals jones a viable punt play here um he is i believe the min price yeah 2.5k so he played um Logan Thomas went down early, and uh, he played uh, Ricky Seals Jones played in ninety-two percent of the snaps. So two catches and four targets, not great. Uh, but I think those are, are two guys you can punt tight end if you're looking to punt the position. Okay, so uh, let's talk about you know some stacks here for GPPs. And to no one's surprise, once again, I like this Arizona stack. Um, Oh, also one, well, that's one piece of news to keep an eye on too is the stats of Chase Edmonds. I think he'll be good to go, but he is also questionable with a hand, with a uh, shoulder injury. If he can't go, you would assume James Conner gets more work and maybe turns into passing down running back too. So Conner could become a pretty solid play if there's no Chase Edmonds. Um, but yeah, wide receiver, like he's burned me last couple of weeks. Um, I still think he's going to make for a pretty solid GPP play because he's been really low on back-to-back weeks and he'll probably be really low on again. A.J. Green at 5-1 has been very safe. Six targets the first four weeks. I think he's a solid option to pair uh, Kyler with. So I think you know, going to one of the top two uh, targets there for Arizona um, you know, makes some sense for GPPs. You could do a double stack here. You could go Hopkins and Green. As far as bringbacks go in San Francisco, you have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk um, as you know the top two wide receivers. Now Samuel had a really big game last game, but he's also a lot more expensive. Um, 
might be a contrarian take, but I think I take I prefer the price and Ayuk to Debo Samuel. And then again, you could you could punt with Dwelly too. I think he's a viable uh, play. So like, um, you could do something like this. Maybe maybe you do Arizona stack and run it back with a cheap Ross Dwelly. Um, I think that makes uh, you know a solid GP build. You could go the opposite side too. The opposite side is going to be a little bit riskier. That being like a Trey Lance stack to pair with one or two targets. Maybe again, maybe you punt with uh, Dwelly and use one of those wide receivers from. Uh, San Fran, right? Samuel Ayuk, small lean to Ayuk for for the price, and then you can go to one of those Arizona receivers, Hopkins, AJ Green, Kirk, and, and Rondell Moore viable too. Ozzy Rondell Moore's got a ton of upside. Um, you know, they just have a little bit, I think, of a lower floor, but yeah, upside is still there with those two wide receivers too. If you, if you want to go uh, save a little bit more money, so yeah, the stack in on either side of the scheme, I think, is viable in San Francisco, Arizona. Another one I like is the Giants Dallas game. This game is, I believe, still the highest total. Uh, yeah, 52 and a half. So um, I think either side of the ball is, is stackable here. Giants, you have Daniel Jones. I think is a solid uh, value quarterback, does have some rushing upside. Um, again, this game should be played at a relatively fast pace. Um, I think you could pair him with Saquon. Like Saquon does have pass catching ability, obviously six and seven targets last couple weeks. Or, you know, you can go to, you know, uh, you know Galladay or, or Tony. So let's just go in this one, maybe Galladay and Tony, and then bring it back with someone on Dallas. Can expect Zeke to play. Um, you know, Mark Cooper's a little bit banged up, so maybe feel a little bit more confident in a guy like CeeDee Lamb. So um, I think that that's a solid stack I like, uh, a double stack and a bring back. Or, again, if you want to go the opposite side and you want to do Dak Prescott, who I also think looks pretty solid, and maybe pair him with, you know, the top two wide receivers here and bring it back with, like, you could bring it back with Saquon. You could bring it back from one of those wide receivers. Uh, so those two games uh, I think are, are good stacking games for sure, obviously high total games. And then a couple other ones I want, I want to mention. So this Tennessee stack for GPPs, uh, I think this this makes some sense. So go into Tannehill and, and maybe uh, A.J. Brown and one of those cheap wide receivers and then bringing it back with someone on Jacksonville because the reason I say that is obviously – uh, Derek Henry, I think, is going to be is going to get a good amount of ownership. Um, he's getting so many carries; like, he's averaging like thirty plus carries a game. Absolutely insane. Uh, but Jacksonville, terrible defense, probably didn't play from ahead. So Derek Henry is going to be very popular. So one way to maybe get off that is you just again stack quarterback, wide receiver, and then bring it back with someone on Jacksonville. Would lean to uh, you know Marvin Jones Jr. Chenault. Um, also, again, Tavon Austin viable with with Chark out. Uh, he played a majority of the game last game, so I think you know a build like that uh, for GPPs uh, looks pretty solid to stack. And then the last one I wanted to mention was um, the uh, the Green Bay Cincinnati game. So probably would feel a little more comfortable stacking the Green Bay side. Obviously, Devonta Adams is going to be super super. Uh, you know, popular. I would assume. I think he's just a very safe play at the top. Um, and you can go to one of those cheap wide receivers in Cobb or Lazard. Cobb was a guy I liked last night at super low ownership, so you could double stack it and then bring it back with one of those cheap wide receivers for Cincinnati uh, and Chase Boyd or T. Higgins. All three, I think, are, are pretty solid plays. Um, so that's probably the last one I would consider for stacking for GPPs. Can you make the argument for the Detroit-Minnesota stack? Yeah, you can do that too. Um, you know, target share is condensed in Minnesota, and you have some cheap targets there for Detroit. So uh, that would probably be the final one too if you want to go like that Kirk Cousins stack with, with a couple wide receivers. If Cook is banged up, and bring it back on those cheap guys on Detroit. Um, but yeah, those are those are the stats. The, the stacks right now I'm, I'm liking for GPPs. We went over the injuries, so... Um, that's really all I got, guys. We'll talk about this more in the live stream on Sunday, so make sure to check it out. I'll answer any questions you guys have. Good luck, and I'll see you guys all Sunday morning.